Larkin, have you ever put rock shandy in your coffee? I haven't. <laughs> you know I'd actually love it. I've tried most drugs in my coffee, but not rock shandy as it happens. Yeah. The, the crack rock shandy we're talking about. Yeah. Of course, yeah. No, I, I'm more of a... rock shandy. shandy. Oh, yeah. You're, you're talking oh, big, fat favorite. rocks of rock shandy. Does oh, someone, God, yeah. someone want to do an intro? Boulders. Boulders. <laughs> For the pot. No one lurking to do it. <laughs> you want me to do I it? hate doing the intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a lot of pressure, lads. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 anyway, go on, right? We're, we're joined we're by here. Len Van Dalsen, by the way. Hello. Yeah, Len. that's, I'm, so it's just so me. you know his name. I don't believe we've met. We haven't met, Lorcan. Uh, I've only experienced your, your gorgeous voice through the, through the <sighs> podcast. Oh, my good, Len. <laughs> Will you stop? I'm blushing here. <laughs> like, just stop it now, come on, man. Jesus. I actually, I actually only like it when you're Tyler, though. Oh. Is that a can you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't rise to me yet, all right? Yeah, it's right, way man. too early. Oh, we're, 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 too early we're a good hour too early here. You know what yeah. I mean? We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Need a little bit of foreplay before we dive in. Like, all right, Lorcan, hit hit us up. Right, are we ready to go? So I've I've yes, been sir. here. Been, I've been sure, recording for go. the last five minutes. Hello! Oh, welcome back to the Five Eyes. <laughs> Wait, it's sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Why would you do that, Len? Alright, sorry. Len, you ruined a good intro. <laughs> Jesus. We should just get Len to do the intro. Yeah, sure, yeah. Go on, Len. Go on, give it a crack. Uh, no, no, that's too much pressure. That's too much pressure. Okay. <laughs> Alright, Laura can go on. Right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to uh, the Toy Guys. Um, bringing it on back to town here. We're 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 back with a boom. I'm here with uh, Mr. Shanley Shaw. Yo, what up, uh, Monsieur Jack Van Lang? What up? And here, Len Van Dalsen. What's happening, dude? Ah, uh, Lenny. You know, you know me at this point. I am um, Mr. Adolf Hitler. Here, oh. speaking to you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes, I'm Larkin McDonald, and welcome to the Twy Guys, folks. Special guest. We're back. Dude, we're joined by special guest, Len Van Dalsen. Special guest? Yeah. You're making me feel very yeah. special. Really yeah. special guest. You're type now. What up, Len? What's happening? Dude, I'm good. How, how are you? Uh, I'm very excited to be on the pod. Nice. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> I have waited so long to hear somebody say that. Ah, <laughs> we've you, waited man. months. You're very welcome. Yeah, we're. I've been practicing to... my mirror all day, dude. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, we're on to new moon. We're back. Jeez, ready we to go. I suppose we are back, aren't we? I mean, we can't yeah. just turn around and cancel it now. <laughs> There he is, there no. oh, get to there see you now. Are. My collection will die completely. Oh, gorgeous. Hi, um, hi. Your hair looks good. Thanks, man. Thank you. Lorcan, how have you been? I haven't really talked to you in a while. Shalaka, Jack. I'm alive, like. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, um, that's good. I'm, I'm here. We're not uh, I'm good. I'm not bad. I've been very busy. Yeah. My, for some reason, the, my, my life has just been crazy. Not, not that I just had a kind of a lot going on. It's not that I've been crazy busy at what I'm doing, but I just seem to have a lot on at the minute. You know, like in a way. Yeah, that's fair. Busy working. Busy working. Working hard, hardly oh, working. <laughs> oh, I'm always hardly working, man. Come on. Um, oh, yeah. Should we just jump straight into our Beef Band Legend? 
Sure, Quan. Sure, Quan. Straight into it. All right. So, Charlie, we'll start. We'll start with you. What is your beef of the week? My beef of the week is something that has been flying around the news lately. Oh. And it's something that I have no knowledge of. Oh. So my beef is with my limited knowledge on the stock market. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I cannot contribute to anything that's going on right now. That's hear these words. I will do the hear GameStop. I hear hedge funds. I hear just stock terms. I'm like, what does this mean? That's part of my what legend. Is, be like inside knowledge. I just could like, we explain when I do my I've legend? I've tried to other people explain, but yeah, sure. All right. Well, I don't know. Anything. All will be revealed in my legend. Well, my I kind of have a layman's knowledge as well, but I feel like I kind of know what's going on. Land, I think you kind of know what's going on. Yeah, I've got I've got a general knowledge of what's going on, but I'll I'll let you lay it down and then I'll. Uh, oh, dude, you can just fill pick in up the, gaps. the pieces. Yeah, you yeah. fill in the gaps. You can fill my gaps yeah. any day. Finish oh, your I'm sentence. Sorry, I am satisfied a, a today. Stunk master. But. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Hedge fund managers are definitely a beef. That should be my beef. No, I can't I change it. To be honest, means, Jack, I, I much prefer a garden fund to a hedge fund, to be honest. You know? Dude. Hedges, I mean, I love a good beach you know, hedge Stonewall would beat hedges any day. Um, Lorcan, <laughs> Lorcan, what is your uh, beef of the week? My beef of the week is the government. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling out the Let's fucking go. government. <laughs> That's right. Okay. No, I no, I tell you, my beef. I, I'm picking the government because I have a couple of friends there that are doing leaving cert at the minute, and it just drives me crazy that what the way not they've been treated, but the way that they've been nearly completely ignored. Damn, bring us and back it, to it kind of annoys me. Yep. You know, because a lot of um, leaving certs. They, they were obviously in fifth year last year. They missed most of the year last year because of COVID. They're now currently missing most of the year this year because of COVID, and there doesn't seem to be much being done about it. They didn't have to do a leaving, though, right? That was skipped. The guys that did their leaving cert last year had the choice, I think, between um, predictive grades or some of them they, some of them sat their exams. But it's, it's the guys doing their leaving cert this year are apparently being expected to sit leaving certain June Oof. Uh, you know and they're not going to be yeah. back to college till, till mid-March by the looks of things they've definitely yeah, missed insane. but like probably half of their coursework already oh absolutely like you're, you know you know the crack like fifth year I know for me anyway fifth year was probably the hardest year of school I ever went through and mm. to miss half it fuck that man yeah do that all do you know what I mean? Mean? where would you even get the motivation I mean, I barely get the motivation to fucking sit in front and look at a lecture every day. Oh, and it's just yeah. a lad standing there talking about tractors. And I love that. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, my beef, beef, lads. It's the government. So fight me, government. Dude, nice. Nice call out. Um, Len, what is your Go beef of the week? The government. My beef of the week is pretty boring, but my, my beef is the fucking weather, dude. I uh, honestly, I've been waking up, I've been trying to like get up early, I've been trying to do exercise, I've been trying to do stuff. Today especially, right? I, I was so excited, it's weekend now. Weekend didn't mean much for me a lot of the time during like lockdowns and yeah. stuff. It's like the rest of the week, right? But I, I, I started actually doing remote work uh, from home now for, for my PhD this week. So this is the first time my weekend's actually been exciting. And I was like, I was I was really looking forward to getting up early. Uh, well, early-ish for a weekend, uh, and then going for a walk to the beach and just 
I, not so much meditating, but like I like being at the beach and just contemplating, you know, sitting with the, the sand of the waves and just thinking. <laughs> it's like, like I, I really love doing it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I got up and it was lashing. It was just lashing. Um, and it didn't stop until like three this afternoon. I could barely oh. go for a walk. You know, it's just, it's a bummer. You're getting cooped. Len, Len, I'm just disgusted, man. You've taken, <laughs> you've taken my beef. This Wait, is, you just I'm had your beef. One, I, I'm the one who always picks the menial. City, <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah. Should be on, I'm inspired by you, dude. It's a, it's it comes from That's Bella Swan funny. originally. She's always complaining about the rain and the snow. Yeah, I love yeah, the weather. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking jeez. Yeah. But I, I completely agree with you, man. The weather has been absolutely terrible. It's so mm. bad. So, you could so literally bad. swim in on my lawn at the minute if you wanted to. <laughs> in I, court, I actually uh, can't swim, unfortunately. But uh, it hasn't been. Oh, you, well, you could you could drown on my lawn in the minute then. <sighs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, my beef of the week is also not is is kind of boring too. It's just social media. Um, I'm just getting so tired of it. So so sick oh, and tired. Oh, I am right there with you. Um, mm-hmm. I've I haven't had the bravery to delete Instagram, but I've deleted off my home screen and I've turned off all notifications. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to tackle them one by one. Um, TikTok, I only go on in the morning to wake me up, which is a terrible routine to get into because I just lie there for like two hours watching TikTok after TikTok. Um, but yeah, Instagram was just getting getting me down. So because everyone, people only put up stories of cool things. I'm like I can't do anything cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm just, especially yeah. when you see people like in other countries, you're like the fuck. Mm. Yeah, or like I keep watching people who like doing ski season still somehow like, yeah we have yeah. friends in new zealand and they're just it just looks amazing and i know it's not see that's the thing though because it's not perfect for them either but you don't see that side no one puts up well most people you don't put videos of them like crying and shit in their room um, <laughs> you see this doesn't worry me at all because you know what my instagram as i once said do you know what my instagram's full of cars tractors cars and the odd very beautiful woman oh Nice. And that is probably the height of it, to be honest. What's so your... I don't have to worry about seeing people. Lorcan, seeing people who is your celebrity crush? Oh, my celebrity crush? Yeah, I'm just interested. Oh, jeez, I, I don't know, actually. That's I've never actually really thought about it. It's just a tractor with boobs. It's... <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my crush is actually the Dodge Charger from... Um... Oh, what do you call them? Fast I can't Paris. think of it now. It could be the Fast and the Furious. No, I'm I'm thinking of that movie with the basically the orange Dodge Charger with number were one written on it. The, it's called uh, the General, General Lee. Look it up. Google it. Google it. It's also Duke of Hazard. Oh, I I still don't. I have never seen it. Oh, you gotta watch the Dukes of Hazard, man. It's good. Um, it's full sh- of rock music and fast cars. Nice. Um, Shani, what is your babe? of the week oh so a friend of ours guys right daniel carr oh you know good guy yeah he was my secret santa last year okay but he put so much time and effort into making the thing he sent me that it was late coming to me so i didn't get it to like the new year or like close to new year's and he sent me right he sent me a card and then in the card was another envelope in the envelope was 31 pieces Bag of cocaine. paper, right? 31 little pieces of paper. We did little bits of art on them and all of this stuff. Okay. And in each side, each one, 
little quote or a little pick me up, little small Damn. little quote, pick me up. It was like a Conan O'Brien quote. Yeah. I love Conan O'Brien. Yeah. What's the quote? That is yeah. amazing. So the first one was the first one he said is nobody in life gets exactly what they thought they were going to get. If you work really hard and you're kind, amazing things will happen. So I wake up. There's 31 of these, so one for every day in January. So I wake up, put the envelope, read the little thing, and start my day off with that. Sweet. That's my dad's my Ads, can I, can I throw out a really quick Not to interrupt Mr. Shaw here. Yeah. Shadley, can okay. you give us a, a quote from, from Dan every episode? Oh! Can you save us a quote? Ooh. Yes, like a picked out quote. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. We can have a little section called uh, What Dan Says or something. What did Dan say? Yeah. Um. There's a, really, uh, That's a great gift. There's a pawn I can we can figure out a pawn. That's yeah. Dan, what a legend. Yeah. So, and his second name is Carl Lorkin. Oh. oh stop there now. Whoa, whoa no. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa horse. Um so Lorkin, we'll throw it over to you. What's your babe of the week? My babe of the week, and it's funny that you mentioned TikTok, Jack. I am not a big TikTok fan, I won't lie. I don't I don't have the time to scroll through it. I love TikTok, don't get me wrong. I would watch it all the time if I had the time to. But there's this account on TikTok, a guy called Harry Tate. Okay? He is my spirit animal. He is literally my spirit animal. Just look him up on TikTok. Write it down. Look him up later when we're finished. Or now if you want. It's so, so entertaining. It's just him walking through the streets. I presume he's Australian. To like tunes. And it's just great. Harry Tate. It's just so good. It's just my Pop favorite. It, it always puts a smile on my face. Lorkin. Oh my god. When you said that, I've no idea what his name was, but I was just thinking, is no way is that guy with like the curly ginger hair with the sunglasses? Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, with the glasses. And I looked up there he is. I would that's who I pictured. I don't know why oh, he reminds he me of you. Yeah, it's just it's me if I had a shred of confidence to do that. <laughs> I lived in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he's a he's a goofy looking guy but i oh i just love it he's great dance so moves. he's so funny it's just that is what i look like at three o'clock in the morning after a couple of pints of guinness <laughs> what <laughs> he is me uh, <clears throat> um Len, uh what is your babe of the week uh my babe is a is a little bit wacky so it's kind of almost going against what lorkin had as his beef but uh, i have td john brady to be fair he, he's in opposition he's shouldn't be, he shouldn't be. um i I'm, I'm not super into yeah no, I, i'm not actually even super into irish politics i don't pay that much attention to it um but i've been kind of wading through a, a bureaucratic process uh lately which has been a serious pain in my ass and he's just been incredibly helpful. He's like super, super cool. He's real down to earth. He emails me back within like half an hour every time I email him. He's super responsive. Uh, and it seems like he actually just cares about the people in his constituency, which is awesome. Like it's, he it's, a, he's a really, really nice he guy. He has a much higher response rate than most of my lectures, which it should have yeah. been my beef. But I didn't put in. <laughs> um, yeah, Len, do you want to explain His why? name's John Brady. Um, oh, yeah, I, I can go briefly into it. I, I, I'm busy going through the, the citizenship process, um, which oh. is very difficult at the moment just because of COVID and a, a couple of different things. I think Brexit's kind of blocked it up as well as a massive backlog Fucking... of people. Yeah. Dude, dude, uh, d tell me about it. It's, it's been it's been going on forever, but uh, no, the, the guy's been really, really good uh, in terms of helping me. And it's just like weird because you usually have this picture in your mind of what politicians are like, and they don't care about us. You know, they don't care about me, the individual. 
Um, and he's just been he's just been he's been uh, real sound the entire way through the process. Nice, representing. And uh, you know what that is named? On, I thought on you said Tom Brady. Ta- oh, dude, no. Yeah, Tom, like, maybe Tom Brady nice, should be my. So then you're like politics. Dude, I'm a, I'm a Packers fan. I'm real, real upset at Tom Brady, but like, oh, damn. <laughs> um, my babe of the week is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I recently watched Infinity War and Endgame like back to back, and I just love those movies so much. It just gets me so fired up. They're so long, but I don't care at all. Um, and yeah, I been following those films since I was a kid Iron Man 1 2008 I think it was 2008 and uh, yeah just I just love love those movies Iron Man Thor Captain America what beasts um, so yeah super enjoyed watching those recently nice that is my babe um, your favorite who do you relate who do you pick to yourself as Jack if you had to be one oh, of them? it's gotta be Captain America <coughs> I just, you know, in... in micromanaging skills? Huh? For his micromanaging skills. Yeah, yeah. No, you know in... You know in Infinity Jack has America's ass. His, um... Yeah, I do. I, I do have a dump truck, to be fair. Um, but, you know his entrance scene in, um, in Infinity War, when he's across, like, the train goes past, and then it's, like, kind of silent, and then your one throws a spear and he catches it, and the song comes in. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Captain America is so hot in that movie. He's the beard and the flowing hair. He's so hot. Chris Evans. Fuck. Um, Jack, there's a question for you, Jack. If you had to give everybody currently in this chat, uh, um, as if you had to imagine them as a character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who would we all Oh, you're be? Rocket Raccoon straight away. I don't have to think about that. <laughs> um, Shally, you're probably... Maybe Star Lord in terms of your attitude, but Thor in terms of your look. Yeah, I would have said Thor. Whoa, Johnny's definitely a Thor. Um, Len. Oh, Len would be. That's a hard. A lot of anticipation building. Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, woo. you know what, Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange. Oh, I, I love I'll Thor. take that. Love or Strange. Iron Man. Or Iron Man. They're kind of similar. Yeah. Um, also in Captain America, when like um, Thanos is like walking through, basically kicking the shit out of them, and Captain America to like hold his gauntlet, like re- you know when he's like, uh, how do I describe this? He's like trying to push him down into the ground. He's like holding it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Anyway, that was my babe. Um, uh, Shani, what was your Legend of the Week? My Legend of the Week goes to my Nana, Audrey Shaw. Because today is her birthday. Oh, oh let's go. Happy yeah. birthday, Nana. Yeah. Happy birthday. She's birthday, a Nana. legend. She is a Thanks legend. Thanks for listening. She's, She's very um, She makes for me a lot. A lot of cookies and a lot of cakes, which I'm always appreciative of. Awesome. Makes me laugh a good bit. Pull into hers after work to say what up, because she's not seeing too many people these days. Oh, dude, that's good of you to do that. Oh, good. Couldn't nice. convince her to come out to us to chill tonight, though. Sure, look, we'll get her again. Yeah. She's probably out in the sash tonight. Probably. <laughs> She's probably out in the lash. Hey. Out in the town. Nice. Um, That's just a legend. She's also given me lifts to your house twice. Appreciate mm. it. 
Um, Lorcan, what is your legend? My legend of the week is a song, right? Um, it's not a new song well, by any matters, but I have been looking for months for the name of this song. For some reason, I never shazammed it, which is just stupid. But finally found it last week by absolute chance. And the song is A Horse With No Name by America. Oh, yes. Great, great song. I was listening to that yesterday. I have honestly spent, you have no idea how long I've been looking for that song and the name of that song. I could never, for some reason, it just never came to me. But the minute I I looked it up, I just, I had it. You know what I mean? It's kind of ironic that you couldn't find the name of the song. A horse with no name. The song with no name. <laughs> you see, I'm a horse with a name. How'd you so know it's ironic that I couldn't find him. I tell you, I'm working um, <laughs> in my spare time. I'm working as a as an apprentice mechanic at the minute, right? Um, which is good crack because I love mechanics and that shit. But for sure, uh, we do have tunes on during the day over there, and we're both kind of myself and the guy, the actual mechanic. Is uh, we're both big 80s fans of the 80s. I thought you were gonna say 70s, 80s. a guy horse brought his horse in for a tune up or something. Like, What's your horse's <laughs> name? Like, so I was standing under the horse, uh, giving him a screw, and uh, <laughs> no, anyway, we had this playlist on shuffle, great tunes were playing, and next minute the song came on, and I was like, Holy shit! and I literally sprinted from one, I dropped all the spanners I had, I pulled. <laughs> myself out from 5465 and I was changing the oil on and I sprinted across the workshop and hit the button on the phone and I saw the name of the song and I added it straight into my Spotify playlist nice, nice. Oh. I'd love to know your Spotify playlist oh, I've, do you want to know how many songs are on my Spotify playlist and these are literally my favourites I only add my favourite songs into my liked songs on Spotify I'll yeah. now to like go in here and see what it says Funny. to me yeah, 1207 Oh, Lurkin, come on. Nice. That's how many favourite songs anarchy. I have. I know it's not many, but I have a lot of other playlists. Like, I have a whole I playlist. I always said that's a lot. I, well, I guess I never like songs on Spotify. I don't use that feature. Yeah, I only like songs that I listen to, that I could listen to forever and ever and never get bored of. Fair. It's yeah. a great song. And Good I that there's a thousand And it's, it's kind of shared. Actually, there's an interesting one. Lads, if you had to pick... Um, I'm not a big rap music fan. I'll hold my hands up in the air and say that, right? <laughs> but in the last couple of months, my opinion has completely changed. Right? I've always, I like all genres of music. I'm a big music guy, what you could say. I've shared before the amount of hours I spend listening to Spotify from my Spotify wrapped up last year. Something like 60,000 hours. But um, I discovered um, Biggie Small sometime over the summer last year. You discovered him? I discovered him. You're the first to discover him. I've never listened to Biggie Smalls before. And I swear to God, lads, I have gone... If I could become Biggie Smalls in the morning, I would. Except I wouldn't be Biggie Smalls. I'd be just called uh, Fatty Shorts. Piggy Smalls? uh, Sorry, dude, that was harsh. (laughs) No, I'd be Fatty Shorts. That that would be my name. What? But, uh... I'd be up him, and I just, I just love his music. I love everything he, he has to, he to offer. He some good tunes. Begs the question, lads: Are you, uh, are you Tupac or are you Biggie? I think Tupac. Yeah, I, I think I, I'd be Tupac as well. I'm sorry to. Though, Jack, you do have a, a little Biggie, 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 Biggie uh, can't you see? figurine. Eh? I do. Yeah, that was accidental though. Um, Honestly, I would have to say Biggie because I know more. 
he, he has a, a song just about his dong, doesn't he? Is that him? Yeah. He I mean his dong is a is a common occurrence in his songs. That's awesome. That's yeah. true, yeah. Celebrate he loves just dong. that song either hypnotized or juicy by Juicy is yeah, yeah. the dong one, I think. Best songs ever. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, have you ever listened to there's like a remix of it with intro by the XX, yeah. which is just fantastic. Oh, it's so, so, so good. Dude, or have so you um, there's a great one now oh well I don't forget the name, but I think it's just called Notorious. Yeah. It's, I think so. That is a great tune. Oh my god. It's six minutes long, but I listen to every I second like, of it at least. I like um Childish Gambino and he's he's talented. Him. He's a very clever lyricist. He is a clever very lyricist. Dropping. Do you know what's hilarious though? And I've just realized it on my playlist. Do you know what? I I have this ream of Biggie tunes, and they're right next to the Saw Doctors. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. Any of you know who the Saw Doctors is? Shanley probably does. Shanley, yeah. you've definitely come I think across. A lot more being people would know. Like, I feel like I may. I probably know a song. You probably know Tommy K or N17 by the Saw Doctors. No, I'm not. I'm not familiar. Great, Jack. I'll send them into the into the Discord. They're fucking fantastic. You should have listened to them, man. Dude, I for sure will. What are Soon we? You'll on? be wearing panel shirts and body warmers. Len, we're on your thing. We're on um, to we're on to me. Yeah, Len. What is your legend of the week? My legend of the week has got to be my GF, dude. Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, it's it, it, it's right, Yeah, nice. Uh, for like a number of reasons as well. Um, That's awesome. I'm like, yeah. So she she recently moved to the to the UK to to do a masters, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Um, but then obviously like she's moving at a time that's like full of uncertainty. It's real weird. She can't really socialize. Yeah. She's in like a shared apartment, but there's no one occupying any of the other rooms. So it's like Damn. very weird. It's almost like dystopian, I think, because like she's she's living on campus there, um, but there's not really anyone around. Yeah. Uh, so it's like it's very strange um but like i don't know i i just like it takes a lot of bravery to do that i'm like sure. real proud of her i think it's awesome yeah, nice. um and she's been real proactive as well like uh she, she's doing far more exercise than than i i'm doing <laughs> and it's far easier probably for me to be doing it um yeah. and yeah she's just been real proactive with everything and it's real awesome i'm super proud of her and then uh on so like tuesday i want to say tuesday uh we hit five years going out as well Oh, uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Hell yeah, dude. Five years. I didn't know that. 26th. All right, I'm going to put that on my calendar for next year. <clears throat> oh, wait, no. Yeah, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Oh, next I... Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So the 2nd of Feb. Hell yeah, dude. Right on. Okay. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, Rachel is such a legend. Um, She also designed the Twy Guys, the new... Um, the new art that was on our Instagram. Absolute so, shout out! Oh my god, it's so that good. That was just amazing. It's I've so never good. seen a better version of my. <laughs> um, trying to think of the right adjective. Um, adjective. Insert adjective for interesting. Face. Um, uh, profound. It was just. <laughs> I was gonna go with more. Hmm. I don't know. Sublime. I don't know what I was going to go with there. It's not sure, sure. Let's go with Sublime. Sublime. I'm transient. I don't even but know. It just, I, I honestly thought it was amazing. I, I, I stuck up a, a thank you when I shared the post on my story. And the amount of messages I got from people, from friends of mine, that were like, holy fucking shit, it looks exactly like you. Yeah. It's you in every way. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, it even captured the way I... She captured Jack the best. 
Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like, I think you did a great job with you all look of you. At Jack, it, you're like, oh my god. That's him. That's Jack. It was just fascinating. I just couldn't believe it. That's the man. <laughs> there he is. Got him. Um, as someone who can't do art, it's like super interesting watching the process as well. Yeah. So, also, she was such. She was so good at like taking, trying to take on board what I was the or the direction I was trying to give because I'm not artistic. Like I'm terrible with this stuff. So I was mostly. Just like Rachel, you do whatever feels right, which I feel guilty about as well, because she's kind of going with no direction. That That original cover art you made, Jack, was a fucking... No, but that's just me putting your faces on on a poster. That's not... It's (laughs) not call that creative. (laughs) Um, Come on, Jack. Although, I guess I would describe myself as a creative genius, but maybe not. I'd have to agree, Jack. I would have to agree. (laughs) Thank you. Jack, what's your legend? Tell me about your legend. Thank you for setting me up. No one ever does. Um, my legend of the week. <laughs> my legend. <laughs> my legend of the week is Keith. I always jumps for the alley and nobody throws. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always jumping. No one sets me up. I, I genuinely, Jack, at this point, like I always just purposely don't say it. Yeah. And. My legend. Yeah, it yeah. sucks, man. It sucks every uh, week. Uh, uh, might be for because you guys. No, dude, never. Yeah. Um, okay, my legend of the week is Keith Gill, who was the redditor who discovered this GameStop stock, which I will refer to as GME from now on because it's a tongue twister. But right, Len, jump in if I'm getting, I'm getting anything wrong. But my understanding is this: so these hedge fund managers basically collaborate on a certain stock to make money. And what the hedge fund managers were doing were they were shorting the GME stock. And to short a stock means that you make money when the stock goes down. Um, And then obviously regular stock, you make money as it goes up. And this guy, Keith, just saw that GME stock, there's like over 100% of it was in shorts. And he's like, what the fuck? And Jimmy's stock, like, it shouldn't... It, basically, the, these hedge fund managers were relying on GameStop to go bankrupt, basically, because then they make the most money. Mm-hmm. Except GameStop isn't doing that poorly. Like, it's... Okay, it's not doing well, but it's not doing that poorly. So this guy, Keith, was like, the fuck's going on here? And he thought that if, basically, enough... If he can get enough community support and they buy the stock... And it increases in price. Not only will he make bank, but the hedge fund managers will lose so much money. So he went on Wall Street Bets, which is a subreddit. And it's like if you took a meme subreddit and a stock market subreddit and just joined and fused the two, that's what it is. So they kind of rely on these they call they call like trading like YOLO trades and stuff where they just throw a bunch <laughs> of money at certain you know, stocks hoping that something will happen or whatever. But anyway, the meme caught on about GameStop and people started to buy more and more and more. And it became just this viral meme on the subreddit. And then it became even more viral as more people caught on to it outside of the subreddit. And then Elon Musk was tweeting about it. Congresswomen, or AOC was tweeting about it. Loads and loads of people were tweeting about it. And these hedge fund managers were... So this guy, Keith, and a lot of other Redditors who got on board, their share price went from, I think it was below $4, and it was kind of falling, which is what the hedge fund managers wanted. They were making money. 
while this company was was doing poorly. But what happened was they started to lose out huge amounts of money because the stock price kept increasing and increasing. And then what happens is you have this squeeze. And the squeeze, what I believe is, when you are shorting a stock, to mi- if the stock price goes up to mitigate your losses, you have to buy more of the stock and keep buying, hoping that the share price will go back down again and you'll try and mitigate that loss. But in doing that, it creates a squeeze. I think that's what is referred to as a squeeze, where when you when these hedge fund managers have to buy stock to mitigate their losses, it makes the share price go up even farther. So it's like this snowball effect. So it went from four or under four dollars, I think, in six months ago, and it had it's had like a nine thousand percent rise, <laughs> especially in the last like two weeks. So it was up at like I think it. it capped at like $380 a share and these hedge fund managers one of the hedge funds just went bankrupt like they've lost billions and billions of dollars and it's all because of this reddit community basically that started it and went viral and it's kind of like a fuck you to wall street because recently there's been apps that allow it's called i think it's called retail um exchanges or whatever it just allows anyone to go on this app you can use revolut that's a good example of one another one is robin hood you can go on this app and you can trade shares and stocks um and anyone can do it and you don't have to have an education you don't have to have a certain amount of capital to do it there's no restrictions um and because of the power now that everyone has because everyone has access to these apps it's kind of like reclaiming this power away from the super rich and these hedge fund managers and stuff. So it's kind of a big fuck you to Wall Street by, by doing that. And then Wall Street reacted. They were like cursing out all these Redditors and like basement dweller, virgin, whatever's. <laughs> um, and Robinhood, the app that allowed for this trading, not the only app, there's loads of alternatives, but their CEO basically caved and uh, the hedge funds, like the pressure from the hedge, hedge funds got to him. And he was like, right, you can no longer buy GME stock. You can only sell it, which basically led to more people wanting to buy it. And yeah, it's gone completely viral. Like there's so many memes about it. Um, as I said, one of the hedge funds went broke. Did, did that make sense, Charlie? Is there anything? Did that make sense, Len? Yeah, pretty, pretty much everything you said is bang on. Yeah. yeah. My problem is like I don't even know what a hedge fund is. You keep saying this word. Are they evil? Oh, I think a hedge fund. I I think a hedge fund is just like a bunch of dudes who manage financials, and they like they're supposed to be able to predict. They're supposed to be able to predict the market, and I think they do. They manage other people's funds. I don't. Yeah, I I think they can. It kind of depends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like usually for these hedge funds, it'll be like uh, you almost it's almost like having a business where super rich people will give you millions or in some cases, billions of dollars, like a lot of money and be like, OK, just increase this by 10 percent a year or increase this yeah. by 20 percent a year or whatever. So they they do investments and they, they move the money around rather than putting in like, like big bank accounts and then oh. they slowly increase their capital over time. Yeah. Is the general concept of it. And it's super manipulative and shady, but it's legal. But apparently when a bunch of Redditors who just like to do memes, when they buy a bunch of the stock to increase its share price, that's somehow manipulating the market? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Fuck off. Yeah, you get into real murky water, but it's strange because it seems to be 
what's what's very interesting to me at least is it seems to be almost like a bipartisan issue as well though because the democrats and republicans are almost agreeing on it mm, yeah. because the democrats are, are upset that the the normal people are getting screwed and the republicans are upset because they don't want market regulation right they don't want regulation of the market they want a totally free market so apps like robin hood and, and different things they're trying to stop people or limiting people's ability to buy and sell they see that as market regulation and they don't want that. So they're also upset about it. So it's kind of almost everyone in the world versus Wall Street. It's really, really interesting. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, I'm so... Yeah, they've lost tens of billions of dollars. So much money. <laughs> yeah. So, so much money. <laughs> um, so I, it just makes me happy. It makes me very happy. Because <laughs> they've just been doing this for years and they just like... The rich just keep getting richer. Like the top mm. 1% have only gotten richer since the start of the pandemic. It's really frustrating. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck but I mean, this is a trend that we're going to keep seeing, isn't it? I mean, the people that are the richest in the world at this point are untouchable. They can develop the technology. They ha- can do the research and get the foresight yeah. into what is going to be the future as regards technology. But they can which, also which manipulate as well. Only technology at this point. Exactly. They can manipulate pretty much anything. Elon Musk can tweet and a share price will go up by like exactly. 20%. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And like you it's know, not even it's not limited to GameStop. There's there's other stocks doing the same. I think AMC is one of the, yeah. one of the other big Nokia, examples. Nokia yeah Nokia's <laughs> shooting up. It's just these random Nokia, stocks. Man. But that's when it, I heard like GameStop, I was like, oh so all these like old childhood tech companies that we all remember suddenly being invested into and I couldn't understand why. But it, that's the thing <laughs> with stocks. Blackberry, and I was like, how are Blackberry still around? It's, um, yeah. <laughs> it's all <laughs> perception. It's not even the real worth of a company. That's why it's so mm. stupid. Like It's so stupid. Yeah. It's betting, it's gambling. Um, yeah. With a yeah, little bit it, of strategy. It's funny in one sense, like this is just purely to fuck with Wall Street and purely to fuck yeah. with... Yeah. And all of these, this these guy, um, this guy Keith it's Gill, so at its peak, he was making. He had made twenty-two million dollars, and he shit. held. He held onto the stock. He lost seven million because he didn't. He he wanted to just put the finger to to Wall Street. I think he sold a bit of his shares, but he overall held. And even Lots. when the price went back down, and he lost seven million, he still has seven million. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing very well for himself. But um, fair play to him. Money would you have to put into that? Much no, honestly, it went up. Not it went up over nine thousand percent. I think you put in fifty yeah. k at one point. I don't know at yeah. what point though. But I mean, if you if you'd put the money in super super early, you could have made a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I suppose it's it's one of those things. It's like Bitcoin there. Yeah. For a while, actually, will be worth money. Everyone will realize the worth money, and then invest worth nothing i said like more money than i showed into a stock over the summer and it was at i went in at 13 dollars, and i went down and they came back up again and i just broke even i i sold because i got too scared because I, I needed savings for college but now mm-hmm. it's at 60 dollars a share you know what dude for sure I'll be your you, you, man. You're, you're investing in the wrong thing boys <laughs> here we go what should we invest in that summer they and I bought 311 lakh. And I have them in the back room here at home. And I'm just waiting for the pewter drug market to take off. You know, it's, right it's going to happen any day now. I heard 40% of what you said, but yeah. I, I approve of what you said. So thank you. Oh, actually, um, I forgot to say this earlier. 
but I was thinking of having a sponsor for today's as Jigsaw. Ooh, awesome. I, yeah. I assume oh. you don't mean Jigsaw from the Saw movies. No, I do not. No. Just to clarify, not Jigsaw. <laughs> Basically, they're, they offer just a lot of online services um, to do with mental health. They've just a huge amount, just a wealth of information about um, about all that stuff on their website. And they offer like live chats with people, uh, with experts. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just a, a really good resource for people who are who are suffering or just need advice or something like that. It's called jigsaw.ie. Put a link in the bio for if you want to donate. That'd be dank. Um, yeah, for sure. Radian had a, did a GoFundMe for November for them. So she got like over a thousand. Yeah. So fair play. Yeah. It's a super good cause. They they focus mostly on on young people. Um, yeah. and the the demand for their services during quarantine increased like between four and five hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So like they they need they need uh, everything that people can give. Uh. For but sure. yeah, they do really really good work. It's awesome stuff. Yeah, I think well, they're, they're this lockdown. Are... It's been very, and I think particularly this third lockdown has been very hard oh, on everyone. Dude, super hard. It's Super been hard. so tough. I don't know what is going on in my dome, but I'm all over the place. But I'm trying. Like I'm yeah. speaking for myself here. I am trying to keep myself busy every single hour I'm awake and every minute I'm awake because if I don't, I'm terrified of being alone with my own thoughts. The minute oh, I won't damn, like it. dude. You know what I mean? That's that's just the truth of it. You know. You always give me a call yeah. though. Yeah. Oh no, I appreciate that big time. But you know, it's 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 one of those things. I suppose I I. I'm better off staying busy than you not. are very busy. You know, I, and it doesn't matter what you it need is. You need to relax you too. crayons. <laughs> you need you, know? you need to have some downtime for yourself too, though, Lorcan. I guess this could be your downtime. As oh, absolutely. It's like this is. My downtime it's that meme well. I shared uh, recently, or like a month ago. It was like, um, guys will literally make a podcast before they go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> we're perfectly fine oh, there was another one it was like lads will literally storm the capitol building before they go to therapy <laughs> which i thought is fantastic um great great memes uh, but it is therapeutic oh, fantastic i wouldn't say storming the capitol is therapeutic you uh don't be doing that do not be storming your local government no Dan with that sort of thing exactly. don't worry i'm gonna be storming the doll next week to fight, Huge. fight the government. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bring a large length of rebar. Nice, dude. And I'm gonna personally rebar bait Norma, whatever her name is. No, I'm joking, lads. I would never, ever, ever, education. ever, ever even dream of hitting a woman. <laughs> but a man, I will beat to death. <laughs> I will beat a man to death with my bare hands. Um. Or my face. How do I segue from this? Or my face. Or my arse, if it really came to that. Dude, that's... That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me to explain how, because I'm still working on that one. But anyway. Um, Len, you are doing a PhD. You're starting a PhD. Have you started? You have started, right? Yeah, technically. So I've, I've started now. Uh, I've done all the registration. And I've waded through all that crap. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've started remote uh, stuff now. I've been to a couple of group meetings. I've done a little literature presentation. Uh, I, I'm working on, for the for the first bit, I'm basically doing like a big literature review um, oh. to start it off. Uh, so I've been like wading through academic papers. What's the and, like, title of your PhD? 
what well, the exact title isn't isn't exactly decided yet. But okay. what I'm working with is uh, sulfoxides as substrate activators. Um, so it's it's cross coupling stuff. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to give you an answer that that will make much sense to the lay <laughs> oh, person. Len, t- tell them about the paper you were reading the other day. The oh my god, that's <laughs> phenomenal. Okay, wait, I can maybe whip that up as well because it's on Discord. Yeah. So there's this there's this uh, it's a group from China. So I, I I genuinely think from their side it was innocent that they had no idea what they were doing. Um, but they published this paper. Um, I wonder if I can get it up for you. So the, the title of the paper is Structural and Electronic Properties of Chiral Single Wall Copper Nanotubes. So it starts going into the thing and you're reading the abstract and everything seems normal until you get to the word copper nanotubes and it puts in brackets. So the, the chemical element copper and the periodic table is CU and a nanotube uh, NT. So they have it. So they have copper nanotubes and then in brackets hunts it's just there <laughs> you read along i'll uh, i'll copy the image across and paste it in here so you lads can have that a good giggle at it right there that is, yeah. my that is absolutely hilarious it took me a while to realize what i was looking at dude it's absolutely amazing it's so so good that's so oh, good it's energetically stable <laughs> 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 it's so good and what i love is like this stuff's all peer-reviewed right so so you're some, wait, you're wait, some wait. in the states it says in your 60s oh wait what cons should be observed in freestanding and tip suspended <laughs> conditions respectfully <laughs> <laughs> the cunt is energetically stable and should be observed experimentally in both freestanding <laughs> oh, that does not always correspond to the number of atomic standards <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so good oh how did they not know oh it's so good it got lost in oh, translation yeah. I guess yeah, yeah it's, it's gotta be lost so um, but yeah so, so the, the group is from China so I don't know if they had any idea but like this is peer reviewed so some professor in, in the states is sitting there and has this put onto his desk and reads this and he's either like lads I gotta go ahead with the meme here this is hilarious or he's so. like I'm so embarrassed that I cannot say anything I'm just gonna pretend I saw nothing and push oh, it along you know so good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah maybe yeah, it was on purpose to get people to read their paper because yeah, it draws maybe. me in for sure yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, could yeah. honestly just read that constantly and just laugh my whole life. <laughs> yeah. That is so. I could be wrong, but do these people not have to go to like conferences and all to present their papers? And their oh, yeah. 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 They definitely would have presented this on stage, <laughs> you know, in front of large audiences. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we well, get on stage here and so talk about cons, guys. Yeah. That's class. And you're doing your anyway. You're doing your PhD in Manchester. Yes. Yeah. It, it will be in Manchester eventually. Sweet. But uh, but for now I'm doing remote start. Yeah. That's dope. Hell yeah. Very cool. Captain of their team. I hope so, dude. I got a couple of years to to get in there. Do they have an American football yeah, team? You have experience. They do have an American football team. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've looked it up. I've uh, I've scoped. Sweet. Um, is there anything, any other topics that we want to discuss before we move in? Anybody have their quote? Oh, f- Jesus. Come on, Shannon. Shannon, you're, always, you're so good for remembering that. I always forget it. Um, oh, I always have them written down in front of me. Uh, take, it, take it away, Shannon. 
quote, you see, this one of dancing, so I'm going to say it again, but my quote, and he didn't say who said this, so I want to say that I'm just going to attribute this to Dan okay. saying it himself. Dan original. Quote, was, never forget that you were loved. I like that. Aww. Aww. Dan. Aww. That one oh, came up in like the middle of the month. Like the halfway part, that one came up. That's nice. dope. I hope Dan's doing well. I should check in. <clears throat> I'll never forget that day he won poker with an Uno reverse card. That was incredible. <laughs> Unbeatable. Yeah. Um, um, I'm just going to give no context to that. Um, Lorcan, what is your quote? <clears throat> Lads, comes biggie. You know? Okay. Um, I'm living every day like a hustle. Another drug to juggle. Another day, another struggle. Oh, it's fire. Boom. There you go. No um, context. And Lenny? Uh, so my, my quote is by Kurt Vonnegut, one of my favorite authors. Okay. Uh, and it's, I, I tell you, we are here on Earth to fart around and don't let anybody tell you anything different. Nice. <laughs> I like that. I love that. <laughs> Does anyone want to set me up? Super wholesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, Jack. Give us your quote. Oh, us your quote. Um, my quote is from Thor's mom, Frigga. And Thor's like super... <laughs> Thor's moment of gas. It is, yeah. The queen. Um, um, Thor's mom there last No, alright, I watched Endgame and this is the quote from it. Uh, Thor is super um, uh, depresso and yeah, she's like what up Thor? And then she says um, everyone fails at who they're supposed to be. The measure of a person is how well they succeed at being who they are. I like that one. So not, not what you're supposed Ooh. to be, but who you actually are. True to yourself. Yeah. I like That's that. awesome. Towards mom's day. Yeah, I like that a lot. And then he, uh, yeah. Um, Len, dude, it was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for Good joining. Time. Thank you so much for having me, man. Len, I had a lot of fun. It's been an absolute pleasure. It has you, been. This is very fun. It's been a blast. Um, Len, I hope one day we'll meet in person and we'll be able to laugh about things. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, Together, dude. You know, for sure, for sure. That'd be dope. You guys are getting on very well. I think you're a gas man. This has been absolutely great. Yeah, yeah, dude. I've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me, guys. All right, dude. <clears throat> Thanks for coming. I'll leave you to it. See you later. See you. Good luck, my dude. Bye. Ah, thank God he's gone. That cunt paid. Oh, thank God he's gone. Jesus, oh, hard to fucking keep that facade up. All right, boys. <laughs> Let's fire. No, big shout out. Thank you, Len, so much for, for, for coming. Uh, just yeah, so it's clear, by the way, we're not being rude and kicking Len off. He just hasn't read New Moon, so he wouldn't really be able to contribute. <laughs> Jack. Um, just clarify that. <clears throat> also, we just didn't, we couldn't bear him for any longer than 30 minutes, or however long that was. Um, okay, so the moment everyone has been waiting for for months, we have been reading been a long time, New Moon um super excited my god so we read we normally did six chapters for november but that's because we were like speed running twilight to get through the month um <laughs> but so this this time we're reading three chapters yeah why guys speed running um <clears throat> So, oh yeah, as I was saying, we're not, we're not reading six, we're reading three per episode, but I don't know what you're thinking. Is that going to be enough material for an episode? Well, don't worry, because the first three chapters were 83 pages long, so 
It was eighty fucking three pages. The last chapter, the third chapter, was like thirty pages. Thirty. <laughs> yeah. She's talking about Bella eating There's granola bars. You know, we'll get into it though in a bit. Oh, fucking Stephanie. So you know, um, I don't know whether I miss her or not. To be honest with you, does someone want to summarize chapter one first? I'll take chapter one. So I have it ready. Um, kind of get launched back into it. It's fine. Like, start with Bella in a dream, right? She's in a, a waking dream. She can't actually tell if it's a dream or not. Lucid dream. But she thinks... A lucid dream, that's a good one. But she thinks she is with her grandmother. She's dead a few years now. No. She thinks she's with her grandmother in the dream. You know, she's like... She's looking at her, like, head on. And she's like, oh, look at this. And like they kind of, like, make the same make to talk at the same time so like they kind of like oh you go first or whatever and it's kind of weird and then um, and Edward comes over beside her in this dream and stands beside her and then Bella realizes eventually that she's actually looking at a mirror it's like whoa that's not our grandmother that's Bella when she's old and Edward's still young and this is kind of one of her fears she has right now is that she's going to keep growing old and then Edward's just never gonna age because you know that immortal jizz got going. Then she wakes up from the dream and realizes it it's her birthday. And I don't know if she doesn't know what's worse, her birthday or that dream, because for whatever reason there's a quote and it's like she's been dread that says that she's been dreading that day for months. She's been dreading her birthday for literally months. I don't think anybody thinks about their birthday until maybe the week before it's due. Yeah. Here she is thinking about it for Months. Yeah, she's so um, dramatic. Shut up, Bella. No one fucking cares. Yeah, she's very dramatic. She doesn't want any. She like, doesn't want any. Like, I get people not wanting hassle with their birthday, yeah, but she doesn't even want any people to even think. That don't look at me. Even don't have talk that. to me. Oh, yeah. Like, Bella is so like art. Yeah. Well, who knows? But um, like in like I can understand people being like not wanting to people to obsess over them with presents and stuff as well. But she even like isn't thankful for her parents for getting her things. I'm like, Bella, damn it. Classic. Um, That's anyway. a big no-no with Have that Shanley. Not, not respecting oh. parents. Exactly. I respect your parents. Especially when they're doing something nice for you. Like, Yeah, no, it's, 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 you're totally spot on. Yeah. But uh, she gets to school, she sees Alice, and she sees Edward in the car park, and they're all like, Happy birthday! And Bella is like, stop! Shut Jesus the fuck Christ. up! Um, yeah, um, Alice is like trying to give her a present then and there, but uh, Bella's like, not in front of everyone. Jesus, you're gonna draw attention to me. Um, but the whole while they're trying to get Bella to go to their house, to the Cullens' house, after school, or a party that Alice is gonna arranged. But Bella, being Bella, is like, oh no. You find out that they're reading Romeo and Juliet for senior year of their English class. Shout out to Jonathan, by the way. What did Jonathan say? Remember, he was, he, he's, he was talking about the comparison between Romeo and Juliet and New Moon. Oh, or yeah. Moon that's right, yeah. Jonathan predicted New Moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he predicted that. the book that was written how many years ago? <laughs> <laughs> he predicted a book he already read. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Go on, go on, Charlie. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know why I hung up on the Roman and Julia thing. I just thought it was very weird that eight, like for senior year of high school in English class, you're studying Roman and Julia. Yeah, we did that for junior cycle. Not that, not, yeah, you do that junior cycle. There's like not that many complex themes going on. This is the that. American education Anyways. system, though. We're kind of like kind of oops into going into their house for her birthday afterward by being like my family has not had a reason to look forward to a birthday in centuries or to have like a party in centuries so do this for us basically um so we go back so after school they go back to bella's house and they watch romeo and juliet and edward starts talking about some thoughts he was having during the whole james incident where Thomas. Considering James, how, who's James? Yeah, James. Come on, dude. Oh, this like dude from the last book. Um. Anyways, he considers like what he would do if Bella didn't make it through that. How he wouldn't be able to live without her, basically. And he's trying to consider how he would end up taking his life. Basically, he mentions this group called the Voltori. We don't really know anything about yet. Uh, and then Bella for once in her life, actually gets angry. Like, yes, but you should get angry at this. You're allowed to get angry at this because this is not a healthy mindset to be no. having. All right. Should not... Edward should not be thinking that kind of stuff. Um, nobody wants that to happen to anybody. Um, yeah. And... I don't know what I've writ written. Edward really wants to be... Oh, that's it. Ella... You're going to the party, and one of the things that Bella really wants for her birthday, the only thing she wants, is to be turned to a vampire, which Edward is completely refusing to do. He has his ideals, and she has her ideals. And then Bella keeps being like, well, I'm sure Alice could do it for me, or I'm sure X, and Edward's trying to just nip it in the bud and be controlling and not let her wa- have what she wants. Um, and then they get to the Cullens, and there's like, Alice has done a great job, lanterns everywhere, roses everywhere. Rock up the whole families there because oh, I forgot to mention that part of the own family have apparently gone to college. According, like, that's what the local knowledge is. They think they've gone to college, but they actually have just countries in order to stay low, I guess. But all the cons come back for her birthday. She gets a new radio for her car, which I thought was pretty cool. And then she goes to open Edward and Alice's gift, and Bella being Bella. It's a paper cup. Alright? She gets a paper cup in a house full of vampires. No bueno. No bueno at all. Um, and I think it's kind of this recap. I can't remember if Asper freaked out in yeah, chapter it one was, or chapter it two. Was chapter, one. chapter one, yeah. What chapter one? Yeah. Yeah, so then Asper being a vampire in the Collins who was most recently change he's still not as controlling of his inst- his instinct i guess you call him yeah. or his control his temptation so he smells bella's blood and he just goes freak and then edward and like i'm going to solve the situation rugby tackles bella into some glass yeah so she's even more <laughs> cut up while <laughs> Amos actually solves the situation by restraining jasper yeah that's <laughs> the real glass. <laughs> That's what it, he does, like. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so, so funny when you put it in a paper cut. <laughs> Bella's whole arm is, like, cut up. Yeah. 
and then it ends there. Yeah. Um, just just before we begin, there's a quote just before chapter one, and it's actually of a uh, Romeo and Juliet quote. So again, Jonathan, uh, good predictions, my dude. Um, these violent delights and violent ends. That's a that is a fire quote. To be fair, mm. these, that, that's in that was in Westworld, like every second episode. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah, it's good shit. So, oh yeah. So my first note. Oh, sorry, Charlie. What? Yeah. Oh, shoot on. Um, my first note I have is about the dream, and when it's describing like her granny being there. And then, like, some guy came in. I was praying it was going to be Tyler in the dream. Really just wanted it to be Tyler. I knew it wasn't, I knew it wasn't going to be Tyler. I knew, I knew that, but um, I just really wanted it. Maybe it was Mike. Especially after the fan fiction. I was, like, waiting for yeah. Tyler to come in with, like, a shotgun. Um, and then I think in the dream, I think this is a quote from her dream sequence. She's talking, referring to Edward now. And I was like, I... I was always thrilled to see him, conscious or otherwise. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, how are you... <laughs> you'd be thrilled to see someone if you're unconscious. Yeah. Uh, and I have Bella... Yeah, I have, I have, I have a quote from, from, from the first bloody chapter, and it just made me instantly want to get sick, because Stephanie, like... We, we talked about it in the last book, how often she just talked about how beautiful Edward was. Oh, I think I know and, we were only not even a page into uh, chapter one, and she just turns around and says, it was during the dream, and it was like, <clears throat> it was talking about Edward's voice. I didn't, look, I didn't have to look around to know who it was. This was a voice I would know anywhere, know, and respond to, awake or asleep, or even dead, I bet. The voice I'd walk through fire for, or at least, or at least less dramatically, Slosh every day through cold and endless rain for Edward. Like, come on. It's so, it's I didn't so count much. it up. I didn't add it up. But I wish I had underlined every single time she described Edward as beautiful in that chap first chapter. Yeah, it's just so because much. It, just, like, it was a bit much, wasn't it? I, I'm glad I wasn't the only one who thought that. It was oh, just a little bit. Throughout the entire first book. Um, you know, I kind of forgot about it after the first book. I had a big claim as well this chapter early on where she said she, because her time spent with Edward was apparently the happiest she's ever had her quote was the happiest summer anyone anywhere had ever had it's what she had and I think that's a huge claim oh, like, oh. yeah also because yeah. Oh, Bella, that's just not true because last year or is that the best exactly because lads I'll be honest with you the summer of 2019 drawn silage the whole summer <laughs> There's no way that summer was better than than the exactly. one I did draw inside it. You know what I mean? There's just yeah, no claim. way. That's a bold claim. I agree. Johnny, remember the first Rockwell? We were just so bronzed. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Freaking out, like, every day. Yeah. It was a great summer. Went to the gym, like, every day, basically. I think that summer. Tops hair summer. Any day of the week. Yeah. That was the best show. That was step to me. Um... What else? Um, As a job. Yeah, what's the job? I I was reading it real fast. I didn't catch it. 
What is it? Uh, in the first chapter, we don't discover her job, but I can yeah, disclose the information yeah, just tell me now that. or later. Yeah, just tell me <laughs> Yeah, she's, she works with Miss Newton. She works with Mike Newton's mom at a sports goods store <sighs> in the town. Nice. She sells sports goods. And she works some, She works part time with Mike Newton. That's awesome. Um, so Ala, okay, this is uh, this is just my brain being weird. Um, but Alice knew what Bella got for her birthday because she had a vision. So when once her parents decided what they were going to get Bella, Alice saw. And I was thinking like. You know, if anyone decides to do anything, does she see what they're gonna do? Like, if I'm like, I'm gonna whack it. Is she? Does she? Can she see that? Do I have any privacy? I honestly you have. Or if I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna go downstairs. I, I need to drop the kids off at the pool. Can she see me do that? <laughs> uh, I'd like to think it. Uh, can she suppress know. those? It seems too convenient. <laughs> images. <laughs> As tempting as it may be. Um, <laughs> also, also, I wrote Alice stonks, and I think I meant, can yeah. Alice predict stock markets? Oh my god, is she, yeah. dude, is she key to the gill? GME stonks? Because they're talking about money. Bella's like, because Bella, Edward wanted to buy Bella a car. Mm, that's Bella's right, like, yeah. oh, you can't buy me a car. That's a bit Because that's too much money. How am I going to Yeah, Edward, you're you supposed to be 17. Kind of Edward, yeah, and Edward's just like, to the Cullens, money's nothing. Because they got Alice to manipulate the stock market for them. But if Alice is selective with her, how I don't know. I don't understand. Like, when they buy the stock, is that when Alice's vision? When they decide they're going to buy a stock, is that when Alice can see when it's going to happen? Like, go up? <laughs> so you just, buy stock no, and she's I just like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. That was a bad stock option. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Alice is always like the real bummer in the room. You're like walking around, you decide, hey, you know what? Today is a good day. And she just walks by and goes, eh, it's not going to be a great day for you. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Edward was discussing his suicidal thoughts and. Yeah. Carlisle was talking another and, song by Biggie and talking about Carlisle's attempts because he was he didn't want to be a vampire so he tried to kill himself multiple times but mm -hmm. he couldn't and then uh, fuck I wish I had a quote from that because I feel like I think he said something cool oh maybe that's later on um but yeah kind of got pretty dark there we're introduced to a new character who's a new character yeah it did Connor? We know Connor. Connor and Ben. That's who it's I was talking about. They were at the the prom night. Remember I was talking about the new characters that we never heard of. Those were the names, Connor and Ben. Oh, that's yeah. Ah. I think I said Lawrence when I was wrong. So who was Connor? Question mark. Is one of my notes from this chapter. It's Tyler's <laughs> it's an affiliate of Tyler or something. He's a cell, a terrorist cell. No, but I feel like Connor's a little bit more upbeat than Tyler. It's like the two of them are working together, but he's the annoying know. part. Are we going to hear some Right and early, let's get this date done. I mean, I feel like Connor is a little bit more, you know, kind of, hey guys, my name is Connor. Uh, I'm here. I'm, 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 I'm with Tyler. You know, I, I like, like to help Tyler out a little bit. 
Right. In sounds, my spare time. It sounds like Cam from um from Modern Family. I'm just imagining Tyler and Cam sitting in front of the camera <laughs> doing an interview. It's actually true. Like he's really he uses this. I feel like he has a massive crush on Tyler as well. Oh, that's in, not. Oh, that's interesting. Tyler's like, oh, shut up, Connor. Shut I feel up. like Tyler shut should up, have okay. like a bisexual character arc, like Jay from Big Man. <laughs> absolutely oh i'd read that that's a great idea that'd be far more interesting anyway i don't know if you watched the night stalker thing on netflix but does anyone feel like tyler should look like uh richard ramirez a bit more i have no idea what that means any of those things (laughs) (laughs) never mind then um (laughs) oh um charlie chimes in great quote here so it's bella's birthday obviously and Charlie, Charlie says, "I thought you could take a break. <laughs> I thought you take a break from cooking and washing dishes for your birthday. <laughs> this whole time, she's just always cooking and washing dishes. So he, he you bought pizza and throwing dishes across the street. Yeah, yeah. it's like fair play, Charlie. Jesus. Very domesticated. Um." <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then Charlie misses Alice as well. thought that was pretty cute because Alice was over at Bella's a lot when she was um, healing from her wounds during her convalescence. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that, actually. And uh, Charlie and Alice got on really well, and Charlie was like, yo, when's Alice coming back over? And I was thinking, what if, they, what if they were a thing? That's what I was thinking. Mm, that will I know, be. I suppose technically I they're Alice older than Charlie. I know, but Jasper doesn't like Charlie. You know, Charlie and Alice would be tight because she's technically super old. Yeah, we know nothing about Jasper really. Yeah, Jasper. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'd like to see Alice and Charlie just do crazy stuff. Um, I believe if you put that into a certain website, Jack, you can get all you know of the video material. I'll do that as soon want. as we we end. Um, also Emmett is super wholesome he buys Bella the stereo for her car and he was really excited to give it to her as well I loved how he did that present as well because like he gives an empty box and Bella opens an empty box and it's like what's going on and then when she looks up Emmett's already outside calling it in her car so she can't even give out about it yeah he's good (laughs) that's really nice yeah and the the party seemed pretty wholesome. Alice was pretty wholesome too. She's super excited to be um, to be giving Bella her gifts and celebrating her birthday. I think everyone wants that. For, I think everyone on their birthday, well, me definitely. I'm like, no, I don't want to celebrate my birthday. But, you know, if you guys want to make a big deal out of it, that'd be cool. Um, but I'll never ask yeah, you to. Like you don't want to really organize it. If somebody else organizes it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but if you guys want to have like a surprise birthday party for me or whatever, like that'd be <laughs> super chill. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd be down. I don't anything for my birthday but i mean if you want to help i mean i can lease three presents each i mean i wouldn't mind at all (laughs) exactly i won't tell you what i want i expect you to know yeah (laughs) um that's kind of all i have then obviously edward launching bella across the room into the glass cabinet it's like don't worry bella i'll protect you boom domestic (laughs) I love how she's conveniently standing in front of a whole pile of glass. So just imagine a mass. I, I'm just imagining, you know, in like old uh, black and white comedies, 
there was always like two guys walking across the road with a pane of yeah. glass yeah. and someone rushed into it. Jasper and Emma <laughs> were just walking imagine... with a glass. No, but I'm just imagining oh. two totally random guys in overalls just walking through the <laughs> colour <laughs> conveniently at that time. Connor and Tyler <laughs> walking through the house. Don't mind us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... You're just arguing about how this wasn't how the day was supposed to go. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to try to keep the Tyler meme alive and well throughout this entire new moon. Of course. Season. Why wouldn't we? We were adding to Tyler's story. He better already. be in it. Cause he... The other way of just making new. Yeah, that's new true. Movie. I have a tendency to hold on to old memes. I try to like nurse <laughs> them back to life sometimes. I'll try to be Thank organic. You. But also, a bit like how Carlisle nursed Edward back to health Ooh. by turning him into a vampire that's in a Chapter super... 2. And that's my oh. uh, segue, segue. way nice. of segueing into Chapter 2. Oh, oh, I was going to call you Tyler. <laughs> right, Larkin takes away. Okay, guys, it's here again. <laughs> right, Chapter 2, <laughs> Stitches. Um. I really like this chapter, can I just say from the outset. Um, this chapter was pretty much gave us a great insight into Carlisle as a person, yes. as a character, and it gave us a whole lot of backstory that was missing from the can I, book. Can I just say, this is what I wanted in that chapter in the first book, when Carlisle was exactly. like, right, I'm going to head out to work. So are you serious? Are you kidding me? So I don't know why we had to wait another book for this, but whatever. I'm happy. Exactly. I, 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 yeah, it just didn't really make sense to me. I'll talk about it in a few minutes after yeah, the summary. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> Basically, um, the chapter starts kind of frantic. It starts with the with the kind of electric energy that the other one ends with. So everyone's kind of freaking out because Jasper is like busy trying to bite the head off uh, Bella and drink her blood. Yeah. So. Emmett kind of tackles Jasper and tries to drag him out. Um, and Rosalie, actually, who's not mentioned very often, does step in and kind of help out there a bit. Uh, Edward kind of goes into pure attack dog mode and, and stands guarding over and won't even let Carlisle near uh, near Bella for, for a minute or two. But Carlisle kind of steps in, takes control of the situation. And kind of brings gets gets Edward to bring Bella into the kitchen and lay her down and starts operating on her. Um, even though it's you know I know it's she got hit into some glass, but I mean, how bad can it be? <laughs> but um, slowly we see Edward leaves because Bella doesn't really want him to be feeling the pain that he clearly is, and even Alice eventually kind of leaves, but um. We finally get the, the kind of backstory of Carlisle and what happened. And I kind of want to get into that. I don't really want to focus on this basic shit that's going on around it. Fair way. But um, the main quote I'd like to start this kind of bit of about Carlisle with is this one, where he talks about why he's a doctor, why he does what he does. Um, I'll just read you the quote. What I enjoy the very most is when my enhanced abilities let me save someone who would otherwise have been lost. It's pleasant, pleasant knowing that, thanks to what I can do, some people's lives are better because I exist. Even the sense of smell is a useful diagnostic tool at times. 
And do you know what? I think that short quote kind of sums up Carlisle as a person. That he is this kind of force for good. Um, like he only ever turned Edward because he made a promise. We, we meet Edward's mother. We we found out Edward had a family here. Oh yeah. I suppose I should jump to that. Uh, we find out that Edward's mother's name was Elizabeth. Um, that his father died of influenza, and his mother kind of held on towards the end, and. Carlyle was treating both Edward and his mother um, through their sickness. And his mother was dying as as Carlyle went to visit them. And his mother kind of made Carlyle promise that by any means he would save Edward from death. And Carlyle for a second kind of wonders if um, Elizabeth has this motherly instinct and knows what Carlyle is. Mm. Elizabeth kind of dies that night and Edward or Carlisle basically kidnaps Edward let's be honest here and uh, brings him back to his house where he, he he says he gives him the same bites as he got when he was turned into a vampire which he said is one thing he regrets because he they were more painful than they should have been yeah you completely overkill uh, on Edward child. <laughs> yeah which is a uh, yeah, interesting to say the least. But we, we kind of get these descriptions about Edward. We find out his eyes were green and that he looks a lot like his mother and stuff. But I just thought it was it was very interesting. It gave a human element to Carlisle there. But um, just to kind of go back on myself, we find out that Carlisle is nearly 400 years old, which I thought was a big thing. Hmm. Um, we find that his his father was actually a holy man was a priest and that um carlisle is lutheran in in his faith but um there's not much i don't i don't i don't mean to yada yada through it but they're kind of the big points i found in this chapter yeah um he kind of talks a lot about how much it meant to him to rescue Edward, and that's what kind of led him to form his little merry band of people, <laughs> or of vampires, I guess. <laughs> but uh, Edward comes back in then at the end of the chapter, and Bella kind of sees how not hurt but nearly animalistic he is still, and Carlyle kind of tries to explain to Bella that he's not upset with her; he's upset with himself, you know, and and not to uh, not to freak out. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's kind of um, Edward actually ends up bringing her home that night, and I think I, I'd like to give you another quote that Edward says on the way home. He's kind of they have an argument almost on the way home. Edward's in a really really bad mood over him losing control. But yeah, the quote putting I have her in here danger, is, um, kind of. Yeah, he's super exactly. Yeah, yeah I don't think it was him. Yeah. But he he. The quote I have here is about Mike Newton. He turns around and says, um, <laughs> what was it? Do you guys have that quote about her response? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a quote. <laughs> but Edward turns around and says, your fault. If you cut yourself at Mike Newton's house with Jessica there and Angela and all your normal friends, the worst that could possibly happen would be what? Maybe you'd, they'd find you a bandage. Yeah. You know? 
if you tripped and knocked over a pile of glass on your own, I just had to throw that in. It was really funny. Without someone throwing you into them. Yeah. <laughs> Which also kind of describes that there was just a massive pile of glass sitting in the middle of the Collins' living room. He does have a point, though. Like, hilarious. you know, you can't even get a paper cut without one being launched into a glass cabinet um, yeah. and two being almost murdered by a group of vampires. He does have a point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, the the, yeah. the chapter kind of ends then with just her going to bed and Edward gives her a present of, of a CD of his compositions for her. <laughs> and then... Um, I really thought... Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say in my, in my little... I thought it was going to be Debussy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was literally laughing in anticipation. I was like, oh, it's an original. God damn it. Where's Debussy? Um, I'd like to finish up I finish up with one more quote for you there. Of course. In the summary. The last thing I wrote, right? Um, which I thought was interesting, and I'd, I'd like to quote it, but um, the last, it finishes with a paragraph, and, and Bella's kind of thinking, and it's, I was half asleep, maybe more, when I realized that his kiss had reminded me of last spring, when he'd had to leave me to throw Jay, throw Hammers off my trail. I just, I almost said, throw Hammers off a cliff. <laughs> Edward had kissed me goodbye not knowing when or if we would see each other again. A poignant Which is note to of, end. It has this sense of uh, foreboding about it. Yeah. Foreshadowing. But there you go, folks. Um, yeah. No, Shani, go for it. There was some talk of religion there in this was. one, too. And there was what talk of religion. Beliefs yeah. Between Edward and Carlisle were. Which was kind of, which is very interesting. Which also explains Edward's reasoning for being so against Bella transforming. Yeah, so, the talk about souls. Yeah, the talk of souls, because Edward believes that once you get turned into a vampire, you lose your soul. Which means you have no right to go to some afterlife, basically. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. That correct? Yeah. 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 I, mean, I believe yeah. he could still go to heaven. And Edward still believes in like a heaven and a hell, but he doesn't think he has the right to because he's lost his soul because he's a vampire. Which is part of his reasoning, or most of it, not wanting Bella to go through what he's gone through. So he's like, you still have a chance in the afterlife, I don't. Yeah, you know? he just doesn't really... explanation for not doing it she finds him very tempting. But Carlisle has to be the one to tell Bella about his beliefs. Yeah, bad communication. What? I mean, this, this yeah, entire... I'm sure oh, this will not be the only time. Chapter 3 is full of bad communication. Oh, dude, don't get me started. But even when oh. you think about it, right? Let's put it into, into perspective, right? Shanley, could you kill your girlfriend? Oh, definitely not. Exactly. You and hesitated. This is the, this you hesitated. Is that Was that lag or hesitation? Maya, he hesitated. <laughs> <laughs> sweated he looked around the room <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really well, know. Yeah, you know what I mean like, it's, it's, it's one of those things it's, it's yeah uh, but if Shani it's hard if, if killing Maya w- would win Shani like the origami world championships and maybe he'd be like okay that's a super hard decision and that's kind of where Edward's coming from with his <laughs> His... <laughs> one time, won the championship one time. Is... <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're talking about nonsense. Carlisle can smell disease, 
That's pretty dank. Kind of weird. I mean, come on. Yeah. Some diseases that you just have a distinct smell. Imagine though him, him diagnosing you for like testicular cancer. He's like sniffing your balls for something. <laughs> 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 you go in. You go in for a prostate exam. He's like, okay, I'm gonna. This is unconventional. Bend over. <laughs> he slaps you in the ass. No, you're all good, chief. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. That's a healthy ass. Out of here, Junior. You have a great prostate. Um, okay. Um, Mike Newton, he um, does a quote. Um, so when Edward's talking about how she'd be more suited to Mike Newton, she was like, I'd rather die than be with Mike Newton. <laughs> <laughs> also, Jessica and Mike are going out. Like, come on. Come well, on. Respect Mike and Jessica's <laughs> dying relationship. I'd rather Mike. die. <laughs> no, Mike is a free agent on the market right now. Free agent on the dating scene. Yeah. I wonder would Mike go out with me? Dude. Mike and Connor, maybe? Ooh. Oh, no, I think Connor's pretty dedicated to Tyler. Um, okay. I feel like we're building, like, this relationship between Connor and Tyler that might, you know, it might... It might have the legs to last all the way through this second season. Lauren, Connor like is mad to Tyler's rifle. Yeah. Lauren in book one, did she have a crush on Mike or Eric? I think she had a crush on Mike. It was Tyler. What was it Tyler? Yeah, because then Tyler oh. asked out Bella and yeah. then she got super gel. Yeah. Um, there's also a quote from Bella. And it's like when they're kissing on the bed and Edward's being all like, ah, you know. and then Bella's like, um, what's tempting you more, my blood or my body? Oh, I was like, that's saucy. <laughs> that's saucy, Bella. Yeah, it body. is. That's, I have that one actually highlighted in blue. It's my book. Oh. <laughs> and next one is just written the word, damn. 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 <laughs> Tyler's watching that. Fuck. Got Connor on duty. Connor does the night shift. <laughs> He's like, that was saucy. Oh wait, the voice is changing, lads. I don't know whether he should be new, more of a New York kind of guy. No, I like I like the first one. I like what you had. Cam. <laughs> Cam, what's his name? Cam from Modern Family. Oh, I can't think of his name. Cam from Modern Family. Joe. Eric Stone Street is the. That's actor. another character. Um. I have, I have two lads. I have a couple of them. Um, Bones to pick with chapter two. Okay. Lay it on us. Right. <laughs> there is a point where um, Edward goes to get, like, pills and a glass of water for Bella, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, like, so basically he he's, says he he won't be caught by Charlie, so he sp- obviously uses his speed to fly down the stairs, get the tablets, glass of water, and come back. But, right, he... The water isn't going to fill at vampire speed. Oh. oh. Tap will work at vampire speed. It's going to take three or four seconds or more for that tap to fill the glass. Yeah. And how does he, like, not Which spill is the water? Time for Charlie to see him. Yeah. That's so true. You're onto something. Which doesn't make sense. Something. That doesn't make sense. Right? Yeah. And, and, uh, the other one is, the other one's a bit funnier. I just got a great laugh at this one. Do you know when Bella first comes into the house and Charlie just goes, Belle? 
Yeah. <laughs> I just imagined the Liberty Bell falling through the door. <laughs> and why is really f- my head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just thought it was really funny. Like, why? Her name is literally Bella. What's the difference between saying Belle and Bella? Really? Come on. He calls her Bells. <laughs> Bells is even funnier. Um, <laughs> and then, <clears throat> yeah, just at the end, end of the chapter, it's they have that goodbye kiss. Well, it feels like a goodbye kiss from Bella. And she's kind of like, what's going on here? Why is he kissing me so sensually? It's really saucy, you know what I mean? Which just, which just kind of annoyed me, to be honest, because it just reminded me that I can't uh, go anywhere to meet myself, uh, Bella. singles. Do you know, it's just no good. It's just no good. Damn, dude. Are you on Tinder? Me? Tinder? You well? No, I'm on Timber. <laughs> You're on Tractor. <laughs> you just swipe right or left to different pictures of tractors. <laughs> oh. Tractor, I hardly know her. Alright, are we happy to move to season why... season episode three? Oh sorry. Let's go to season No, Shani has something. What? Shani has something. Shani. Well, I just wanted to know what your guys' opinion on because Stephanie never really says kiss. She always says touches his lips to mine or I touch like Edward never kisses her, he always oh, touches yeah. his lips to her. <laughs> he places it lips off his face. He places his mouth flaps on my forehead. Yeah, it's not it. it's not dynamic, it's like um Would you rather would you rather he said they shifted the face off each other and their tongues intertwined? I that'd be I would like that. It just bring a bring a bit of flavor, sexiness to the chapter. I don't know, man. I don't. I just don't know. I don't know if I'd be comfortable reading. Like, that. Would his tongue be cold? Probably. Yeah, that's what oh. I'm saying. I I just can't. That's why I don't want the description because that must be rotten. Oh, it, it might must be like, like a shift in a, glass a dry, cold mouth actually. Because he probably doesn't have saliva. Because he doesn't need it. It's statue-like. Probably. That's what I always picture when they say touching lips to each other. It's like if you try to kiss a statue. Yeah. Nothing happens. He's got a shiver thinking about that. There's no response. Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't know. It, it wouldn't be a thing for me, to be honest. Not gonna lie. You wouldn't shift a male vampire. No, no. I don't think I'd even shift a female vampire, to be honest. Dude, what about Alice? Ah, I don't know. I'd have Jasper. No, it's just the cold, cold, the whole cold thing <laughs> is not for me. So hurt. It'd be so worth it. Um. What is? I wouldn't want to stand in the way of Alice and Charlie. That's gonna happen. <laughs> are we are we happy to go to chapter three? Yeah, let's go. What was the name of the chapter? I forgot to write it down. It's called End, isn't it? Oh, is it? Something like that. Hold on, That's just off yeah. the top of my head, by the way. Is it actually that? It could be the end. I think it's the end. Yeah, it is the end. Okay, nice one. Um okay, I don't have the long descriptions that you guys have, but you guys can fill in the blanks if I miss anything. So, um, so okay. So it starts off. It's the next day after that kiss, and they're in school, and Edward's just being super distant. He's not talking to her much. It's kind of like back at the start of the first book. They're just he's just being all fucking weird. Um, referring back to what Shani was saying with the lack of communication, 
he was just yeah not talking um he zoned out he just kind of very distant um no it just bad vibes um then they go for a walk um Okay, geez, I skipped a lot there. Okay, so I'll, I'll draw it out a bit. So <laughs> I straight up skipped <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah, I can get through like 30 pages in about five seconds. Because, um, again, not a lot happens. He's just like ignoring and stuff. And the bell is getting super into her head. Like, what's going on? I'm going to confront him. Blah, 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 blah. And she doesn't. Um, and then Edward's like, yo, can I go over to yours after school and she's like um for sure and then oh yeah doesn't he come over and then they have he has a like cold pizza with charlie and then he leaves and it's like weird maybe i'll be over tomorrow or something I, i'm trying to remember because i don't have any of this written um and so edward and charlie were just chilling watching football and then edward or um bella gets home and oh they're taking pictures with her new camera um and every chapter, like, the camera is not respected. It's a brand new camera, and they're tossing it around the place. I think Charlie throws it to Bella. I think, and Edward has to catch it, because, like, Bella's, like, useless. And then Bella takes a picture and then throws it at Charlie or something, and or Charlie throws it to Edward. I can't remember. Anyway, they're playing, like, whatever. Um, no respect. And... Anyway, so Edward leaves and he comes over the next day and he's like, do you want to go for a walk? And Bella's like, yeah, finally, like, we're going to talk. And they go out into the forest, except it's not like the movie. They don't go deep into the forest. They, You can literally still see um, Bella's house from where they are. So they go like five meters into the trail and Edward's like, all right, let's talk. And she's like, okay. thought we were going to go for a walk, but whatever. And then <clears throat> Edward basically long story short he's like um i'm i'm leaving i'm leaving me and the fam we're uprooting our lives and we're just gonna we're gonna bow out because like carlisle's trying to cover or trying to um what's the phrase he's trying to uh, pass for 33 and he barely looks 30 um it's just kind of the timing is is right for them and the fact that bella almost was murdered by them means that you know it's time for him to go he doesn't want to hurt her so he just wants to leave her basically um and um yeah so her birthday was like a catalyst to this and then he then leaves and he's like oh, we'll get into the quotes and stuff later i'm just going to go over the events um he leaves and she's just like completely overcome with loss um and I think they go into the forest. It's like just after school. So I'm going to say it was like five o'clock. And then she's there. She's like in and out of consciousness and stuff. It's really fucking dramatic. And then it's like dark outside and it's raining. And then she hears like animal noises or something. And then like a ruffle in the forest. But then it goes away. And then she can hear people calling her name. And finally... This guy, Sam, I think we're meeting Sam maybe for the second time. I don't even remember. Um, but he's one of the guys from the reservation. So he's like all connected to Jacob and that fam. Um, and he finds her, he picks her up and he carries her back to the house. And then there's a doctor there and she's like, he's like, oh, she's chill. Um, she's fine. She just needs sleep. And then Bella kind of describes herself as being like drowning in this sadness. And then at the end of the chapter, 
it, it, they must have broken up in November, sometime November, because the next page is like October, and then you flip the page, and then it's um, October. No, sorry, no, it, they would have broken up in September. Broke up in September. September, sorry, I got that mixed up. Um, yeah, September so, 13th, I think, is her birthday, isn't it? Oh, I forgot oh. to mark it on her birthday. Okay, yeah, so they broke up in September, and then you flip the page, and it's like November, December, January, whatever. Um, and it goes through the months. It's very, very dramatic. Um, it's the February. Yeah, also, I think in this chapter... No, is it the first chapter? Maybe it's, maybe it is this chapter they talk... It is, it's this chapter they talk about New Moon. They say that literally the word New Moon twice within the one sentence. It's like, oh, Jesus <laughs> Roll credits. Yeah, basically. Um... So, yeah, that's the chapter. We leave it there. Um, Bella just got broken up with by Edward, and now months have passed, and then that's it. I don't know why they, she didn't just... Why didn't she start the chapter four with the months passing? Why did we go through that in chapter... That doesn't make any fucking sense, but whatever. Yeah, it was, it was very janky, I felt, that chapter. It did make... It should have ended there. It was a bit there. jumpy around the place, and yeah. was quite hard to follow, yeah. to be honest. It um, was, there was no need for it to be so long, but... Yeah, that was a 30-page chapter. Oh, there really so. wasn't. She was describing the days passing between her birthday and the breakup because she's waiting for Alice to come back because Alice had gone away with Jasper because Jasper needed to get away for a bit. But because when you get away from a bit, you kind of reset him Alice went to find him. Not find him, but also stay with him just to kind of give it something I wanted to ask Alice how Jasper was and how the family situation is and how they're all doing, but she's too scared to ask Edward it. Yeah, you know, yeah so that was the reason for no communication coming between her and Edward. Yeah, Edward no was still just being like bad for her. I'm awful for her. Um, there's a quote from Bella. Where she compares. She says, "I was a plague." She compares herself to a plague because she feels like she's just destroying lives around her and driving everyone away from her. From her actions, even though nothing, none of this is her fault. Dude, is that a Romeo and Juliet no. reference? A plague about your houses, dude. Maybe. It is indeed. Well, I don't know. I'm just making. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty. I'm sure drawn. I'm drawn conclusions from dots that are just nowhere connected. But anyway, yeah. and there's a mention what of. What can a I just say? I want to. I want to completely agree with what Chandley is saying, and I want to kind of elaborate. I wrote down a lot of what Bella is feeling in this chapter. I think Stephanie was genuinely very, very accurate. You know, the way she describes, even even when I looked at it on a broader scale, the fact that the chapter felt so chaotic and felt so kind of unorganized, mm -hmm. in a way, it kind of worked for me because it describes the way Bella must have been feeling. I agree. I I do agree. Because it was it was dramatic, but I mean, it definitely conveyed her sense of loss and sadness and depression for sure. Because you know, it it did the chapter started kind of organized and and everything and ended kind of chaotically and it got more chaotic the further it went. Yeah. The, we went yeah. through it. And I I did enjoy that as kind of a writing trope, I have to say. I thought it was kind of cool. It could have been done a bit differently. But at the same time, I did enjoy it. And I have to say, like, I'm one of these people that gets overly attached to things and to people. And I have to say, what she was describing and the feelings Bella was describing really hit home with me. I'm not okay. even going to lie for a second. I just, I think chapter three, as much shit as I give Stephanie for being meh, a bit of a meh kind of writer, I really did actually enjoy chapter three. 
Nice. You know, it it did. Um, what do you think know, it was... would be the most like? Do you have a quote or anything that you would that resonated with you or? I did. Just you know, kind of I didn't actually record much of it. I just really the vibe of it and yeah, the way yeah. she described how Bella and the way Bella described how she was feeling that numbness and as Shani said, she felt she was driving everyone away from her. Felt like and yeah. that feeling of destruction. I think that's a thing when you're when you're suffering with your head. You think everything you do has a negative impact on the people around you. Yeah, you think Edward, you yourself are a negative impact. Edward had a quote. Sorry, it was um. Uh. Oh God, no! I don't have it written down. But he had he had something to that effect. It may have been from chapter two. He was kind of I explaining. Have something written down yeah, do, said, said. Um, I don't think it's tied to what you said, but it plays into Bella's insecurities. Edward basically goes to her face and quotes, "You're no good for me, Bella." Just something she's been feeling throughout the books. She's Absolutely. Like, Why yeah. Would you like yeah. yeah Why Edward would you like did not. He very much. Girl. His strategy was like with I the have to say it, but it did not. This is a conversation I, I've actually I have been wanting to have with you guys, and I was kind of saving it to have as a longer discussion, maybe at the start of a podcast someday. Yeah, but I would like to get your thoughts on it, maybe briefly. Go. Um, have you guys ever struggled with kind of insufficiency or feeling insufficient in not necessarily a relationship, but I know in my context, it's it's always been to do with relationships and kind of the way I look at myself. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Yes, I have. You know, I just I I've been interested in it because I have been working a lot on on kind of my mental health lately. That's dope. Yeah, with a lot of things, and I have kind of identified that I so probably suffer a lot from from feeling insufficient, okay. and it's completely my own, not my own fault. I was I won't say that, but. It's it's down to kind of the way I respond to everything around me. So whenever I get praised or anything, I kind of look it's, at it as yeah, it's someone more pitying me. Internalized rather than externalized. Like pe- people aren't exactly, making you feel yeah. that way. It's kind of you making you feel that way, or you may interpret. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. it's a total chain of thought, and yeah. I just that's why I really appreciated that kind of description that went on in that chapter because it was really real. You know, you could really associate with it. Yeah, I think I I have felt that on and off. I think a lot. I think most people at one point in their life, or multiple times, feel that way. Um, especially when something happens, like a big life event or a breakup or something like that. Um, so yeah, absolutely, I've I've felt that way. Um, I felt it a lot more intensely when I was younger, like maybe twelve, thirteen, and then not so much in my teenage years, and then probably in the last like three years more so um but yeah it's it's um and it's definitely not all the time but yeah there was a time where it was more intense but um and i think it was kind of tied quite closely to my own masculinity maybe or or how i felt maybe there were expectations certain expectations that i couldn't live up to and that certainly had Absolutely, an impact. Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. That's one that of my main motivations of of for doing this. Is like I really don't. Want, I don't know. I just it's pointless fretting over something, an expectation that is is unrealistic in the first place. And I can't emphasize that enough. So, and it's easier said than done, obviously. But something that we all got to work at, I think. Yeah. Um, mm. I think I'm, another yeah. sufficient part 
comes a lot in careers and college. I know absolutely that's probably where I would have fallen asleep is college. I mean, like you'd be sitting there trying to do assignments, and you just I don't know. I'd always think I was never good enough. Yeah, to, it's good at my thing. Especially when you see your peers doing like it in half the time. Yeah. That's I think where I felt the insufficiency more. So in my life, yeah, like, like absolutely, yeah. Mm. I think future, like pl- trying to plan your future. Oh my god, that sort of insufficiency and lack of um, structure. Oh my god, it drives you insane. And I think that That's, ties it's, in. It's, to social media a little bit too when you see people doing so well when really they're not they're only showing their best side and you can't blame people for that either but it, it can have this um i guess bias that you think that all these people are doing so well when you know they're struggling too well i think it's really interesting that that you guys kind of have you guys your insufficiencies not insufficiencies but the way you view your insufficiencies is completely it's the opposite of mine. I've always been, mine have always been how I looked. I've never, ever, ever been confident in how I look. I'm doing something about it at the minute. I'm, I'm kind of grabbing it with two hands, but. You're done. It's always been around that. It's always been. Sorry. Kind of my... I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, continue. <laughs> Barkin, I was being a, I was being a piece of shit. No, 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 not at all. But it's always been in kind of my, my confidence thing. Like I have never been, I've never been, it's not a great look at this none of this stuff is very easy to talk about oh but i'd like to put it out there because um you know we're we're trying to open conversations and i think if we don't open conversations with ourselves that are difficult yeah i don't like talking about it then then hey who's gonna do it you know what i mean this is what we're here to do so freaking twice fuck it but um i don't know i've just i've never been confident around women i've never been confident because of i felt insufficient in maybe how i looked in how i come across in a lot of different things and i think it has led to a lot of what goes on with me in a bad way if that makes sense sure um again i can't even put words on it really but it's it's strange that i i've never really lacked confidence when it came to schoolwork when it came to theater dude my my work in jobs and stuff like that because I suppose I've spent so much of my life at it and that's why I think it's interesting that you guys have a totally opposite it's not the opposite to me if you know what I mean like there it's not the opposite it's different and also I completely relate to how you're feeling like I I hate talking about it but I feel the exact same as you for for a long time and I still do not as much now but I I still do but like I'm I'm not happy with the way I look either I don't think a lot of people are um I think it's harder for men to talk about it maybe I don't know I don't want to generalize but it ties into that the body image kind of conversation yeah. we had before I think women have it like I think women are better talking about this stuff. I think women are like better at embracing what they look like. And you see that um, it's like across TikTok, like you see it everywhere. It's like, you know, um, women embracing their curves and like all body shapes and sizes and, and stuff like that. And it's great. And you still have comments of people, 
of men mostly shaming these women for the way they look and it's really disheartening and a lot of these dudes are just so fucking ugly and it, they're projecting they're jealous of what the, of the confidence that these women have achieved um and yeah it, i think it's important that men try to do that too and, and you're not alone in that Lorcan. you're absolutely not it's a very common thing to think um so you're definitely definitely not alone and and confidence with with other people like a social confidence it some people just have it some people don't people have to learn it um i don't know i barely know how to talk to girls still but like when i was 19 like my friend luke has a joke like <laughs> of me trying to interact with girls when i was when i was younger um terrible at it absolutely terrible i still am um but i don't mean to condescend or anything i know like you're 19 like i don't your problems they're completely valid but at the same time you've so much time to develop confidence to gain these these different experiences and learn from them and get confidence from them um you're, absolutely look at lad, yeah. i won't lie to you and like you were saying jack this is a conversation I'm barely able to have with myself. Oh, dude. This is not something I even like talking to myself about. This, uh, yeah. And I hope people can appreciate that when they listen to it. I hope so. And I think it's I a discussion know. that goes on in a lot of people's heads. I don't this know is how much not something. And um, I don't. Um, it's not something I suppose that I, I'm drawing attention to to get. I don't want people to turn around and going, oh, don't worry, Larkin, it's fine, you know, because yeah. <clears throat> I'm one of these people, I hate praise and I hate pity. Yeah. Not one of, I'm, I just don't do it. But I, I think, I mean? Larkin, you're very, you're very true to yourself. I also think that um, it takes a huge amount to talk about the things you just talked about. I think that's very brave. So, I don't know, dude. Like, No, but I, I, I tell you, it's one thing I have, I have prided myself on as long as I'm, well, the last couple of years in particular, because I think my experiences have done it to me. But I am not brutally, but I'm very honest when it comes to myself and when it comes to a lot of things around me. I'm not going to present a picture to the world that isn't true, because I think there's too many faces on social media on in the world in general that are fake. They're not true images. They're not true descriptions or personalities that we see on a daily basis and i think it's important that we try and turn that tide and even if it's just me or it's just us or it's three or four people then i'd far rather just hang around with those three or four people and involve myself with those three or four people than i don't know live in a world full of bullshit mm. i also think i think men put so much pressure on themselves to be good at interacting with women when really there's no need for it. Like, there's just, there's no need for it. Um, the amount of, pre like, you see it in movies all the time. We gotta get laid before college. It's like, oh, dude, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> How many times do I have to watch the same movie with a different cast and a slightly different plot line, you know? Um, yeah, there's just no need for it. And, like, that kind of pressure, it, it only serves to make people self-conscious. And, and men who slightly meet that expectation they're like they they what's what's the phrase i'm looking for they'll like they'll take that tiny win and exacerbate it to make it seem like a massive out of a mohill um kind of um but 
like for example the discord server when they share nudes and they're like guys i got a nude off this girl let me share it it's because they need mm, it's they, seen as a trophy they exactly almost. exactly and like nine times out of ten and it's not look at lads i'm not i'm not complaining about do you know i i'm very aware that this discussion is very close to our incel discussion and I, I yeah. do draw those similarities. Like when, when the incel discussion is had, and since we've had our conversation on the podcast about it, I have gone out and I've actually listened to several other podcasts where they've discussed it. Nice. And um, just because it, it, was a, it was a conversation that kind of interested me. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a topic that's very close to that. I think it, it's dangerously on the border of it. But I want to emphasize that there is a very large percentage of men out there who nearly blame themselves for why. If you know what I mean, it's it's like the opposite of an incel. If you know what I mean. Incels kind of blame women for why they can't yes. get with them, if that makes sense. And I think that there's a massive shift to the opposite of that, where they kind of blame themselves, if that makes sense. Incels are riddled with insecurity, loneliness, and depression. Um, I think 70% of incels, uh, there was a paper I was reading, suffer from depression. 25% have autism. They are a community that desperately needs support. Um, However, it's hard to, obviously it's hard to have sympathy on a group that is so misogynistic, but the problem will never be solved if we just, all right, fuck off to this part of the internet, we'll do nothing about it. Um, they need to learn that the issues that they're facing are not really issues. Um, they're putting way too much emphasis on them wanting to have sex with women and it's causing them to be super unhappy. Like, dude, like set another goal for yourself. Like, jog five kilometers by the end of the month. That should be your goal. Or uh, what college do you want to go to? What do you want to study? What, what's your career goals? Um, that kind of stuff. There's, there's way too much emphasis on boning, even though we talk about it all the time. Um, way, way too much. And boning's great, but also it shouldn't be like, it's not your end game. There's other things that you must have in your life that will fulfill you. That is not going to fulfill you um, at all. Um, but I could talk about it for hours. So I'm doing my dissertation on. So if you ever want to talk about it, dude, hit me up. We'll have call me. Glad. I honestly think this is a topic, lads. We could discuss for absolutely hours. That's why I didn't kind of want to bring it up. Um, We had. Should we move back into Twilight? Um, I was supposed to be on a call with friends of mine. I apologize to my friends. Not at all. No, no. I, I. That's kind of my thoughts on Twilight and how it led to that. But anyway, let's save this discussion for another day, I suppose. Yeah, but it was. Thank you for sharing, dude. That was awesome. But there you go. That's uh, <laughs> again. I just want to emphasize. I'm not. I'm just. I'd like to start a conversation around it, and I think that's what we're here for. I think that's the job that we have as a podcast about mental health. We're promoting men's mental health. I think if we don't have these discussions and be honest with ourselves and with our listeners, then what's the point? Exactly. You know. Uh, so there you go. Lead by example. <laughs> Dude, Lorcan, you're a leader so. in men's mental health right now. I wouldn't say that. I think I'm more well, of, I would. Um, anyway, thank you, Jack. <laughs> I think we all are. The three of us are. Dude, thank you. Um, okay, going. Okay, this is going to be like, you're going to get 
um, whiplash from this segue right back to the chapter three. Um, Um. Oh, so Bella describes the feeling of after their uh, she got broke up. She got broken up with by Edward, and she says, "I couldn't feel anything below the neck." And I thought that was kind of funny. I I did laugh. <laughs> it's like, are we going to get it like a Billy esque character arc where we have to wheel Bella around for the next like twenty chapters? Um, I hope not. <laughs> um. Also, in terms of Edward really ripping the Band-Aid off, he's like, I promise this will be the last time you see me. I won't come back. I won't put you through anything like this again. Uh, You can go on with your life without any more interference from me. Uh, It will be as if I'd never existed. Like, bro, Jesus Christ, that's intense to drop on you, girl, right there. Yeah, but that's really bad. It's It's way too much. Um, Oh, my God. Again, let's save this one for another day. I have, I have thoughts on this, but it's going to take too long. What, Johnny? Yeah. When Edward was breaking up with her, originally I was a little bit annoyed at her that she was so passive and going along with it, basically. Mm. It's like, yeah. oh, where's your emotion? You're supposed Gumption. to be angry. You're Good supposed word. to let this happen. Also, which, do you see that as being Bella kind of she wants to be this person that supports him and doesn't want to come across as being the one who stands in the way. I think she's just so shell-shocked by what had happened. Yeah, she's shocked. She wasn't... But... Because I know I, I would be that, that person, if you know what I mean. Yeah, in the moment, though, it's very hard to be like, yo, fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> that comes after for a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. And she won't... They get in the moment she's unable to, I guess in the moment she's unable to, put the good fight that she's trying to. Um, yeah. also, um, Edward really twists the knife here at the end. He says, "Don't worry, you're human. Your memory is no more than a sieve. Time heals all wounds for your kind." I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Oh, fuck it's like, yeah, well, you know, you'll be over this in a few months, whereas I, I'm the real victim here. Oh, Edward, honestly, I hope you don't come back. I hope this is the last time I ever have to read a description about you, piece of shit. Um, <laughs> also, previously in the chapter, there was a mention of a cereal bowl. Don't know if any of you guys caught, caught that. It was very brief. Just a little throwback. Oh, damn, I missed the cereal bowl. And there was a quote that reminded me of every picture of me and Shanley. And I'm going to read it out here. What? And it's, um, so, but that wasn't the most troubling part of this photograph. The contrast between the two of us was painful. He looked like a god. I looked very average, even for a human, almost shamefully plain. I flipped the picture over with a feeling of disgust. Every time me and Shanley get a picture together, that goes through my head. Lads, do you want really funny? (laughs) Sorry, no. I think you look better. Dude, thank you. Say that. What, <clears throat> a headline just came up on my phone. You know when you accidentally flick left off your home screen? And headlines yeah. come out. <laughs> and it just comes up, Robert Pattinson reportedly in talks to play iconic serial killer. Nice. He'd be a good serial killer. <laughs> he would be, basically. He'd trade for it. Sorry. Kills Total him. side story there. Um... Yeah, I put a note. Oh, okay. 
Ready for it? Wait, what? No thousand words. I have a quote that reminds me of pictures of you. Are you ready for it? No thousand words could equal this picture. <laughs> I remember reading that as well. That was fantastic. Oh, that's gas. Um, there we go. My last note is just the fact that Bella has, is really going through something at the moment. Like, she literally... Oh, she passed out in the forest for, like, eight hours. Eight, it was about eight yeah. hours. Um, and I think she's put her entire identity into Edward. Um, and, like oh, I said, and her will to live. Um, and hasn't found individual happiness. So... Yeah, her happiness is totally reliant on this fucking serial killer, um, vampire piece of shit. And when he's gone, she's like, well, what do I have left to live for? Um, yeah, it's pretty dark. It's pretty. Yeah. Um, guys, do you have a quote for, of the week from the chapters? Yeah. Shani, don't take it away. I'm going to start it off. Ready? Yeah. I'd rather die to be with Mike Newton. Nice, dude. That's a good quote. <laughs> Lorcan, do you have a quote? <laughs> I have to find it, Jack. Just okay, I, I can do I'll let you go first, man. Um, I pulled into the familiar parking lot and spotted Edward leaning motionlessly, motionlessly against his polished silver Volvo, like a marble tribute to some forgotten pagan god of beauty. Jesus. I remember we get the that. mention of the parking lot that. we get a mention of his silver Volvo and a description <laughs> of his beauty all in one and uh, a simile comparing him to a um, a god she loves her fucking similes she doesn't use metaphors already does she I don't know dude get more metaphors in there um, I'm gonna keep my trend going, lads. Of no context, me no context uh, quotes here. Yeah, you ready? Mm-hmm. I also have a qualm to pick with this line, but anyway. Right. I hurried to the bathroom where I kept my pajamas for such night, for <laughs> nights such as these. <laughs> with with pajamas spelled wrong, by the way. Oh. Pajamas spelled P A J A M A S. Is that an American spelling or is it just Y J A M A S? I also thought there was a grammatical. I would have spelled pajamas that way. Maybe I've spelled, been spelling pajamas wrong. For no, years. it's PY. It's, it's PY. I thought it was PY too. Um, that concludes chapter three. That's where we're at. Bella is. This is going to be a lot to do with mental health. This this book, I feel. So we can. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Yeah. Um. Also, guys, there'll be oh, a link. Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna ask you what your favorite character and least favorite oh. character was this week. Oh, yeah. great idea! Yeah. Um. Jack, you go first for a change. Oh, you know what? dude, thank you. Um, set me up right as I'm unprepared. Wow, dude, thank you. <laughs> um, I think my favorite character. What? Oh, I just bit my tongue. My favorite character is. I think Alice. She's just super stoked about Bella's birthday, right. trying to trying to spread the stoke. Um, somehow didn't get a vision of them almost murdering her, but that's neither here nor there. Um, doesn't make any sense. Alice, your powers are kind of whack. But I love you. And Do you have a least favorite? My least favorite was... Oh, dude, it's got to be Edward, man. He's just an awful person. <laughs> I was trying to write it before you even he's said it. He's just terrible. He's an awful, awful person. Yeah. 
Lurkin, your turn. My favorite character has to go to Carlisle straight off the bat. Oh, good, oh, yeah. good choice. I don't even have to think about it to be honest. I just love him. I just really like the backstory. I like everything about him. That's that's it. To be honest, I don't think it needs any justification. Um, least good choice. Least <sighs> probably Edward. I guess yeah. as well, to be honest. Edward's just mainly because there, there, ha- like there hasn't been that many characters in it. But I just don't like, I don't Connor, like Edward. Dude. Fuck just... Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler didn't get a mention in this whole. Yeah, what a rage. Uh, Shani, your favorite favorite character. I'm going to pick Emmett for his enthusiasm. I was. I was on the fence. Yeah, I was on the fence between them. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Also, he saved her life. No, yeah. It saved her life. I'm also going to put Edward as my least favorite. Oh, three Jesus votes straight off the bat. I don't Edward's think... getting a hammer in. I like last goodness, second. I guess. Sorry? Goodness, Edward is gone for now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I, I'm interested to see where this is going to go. I won't lie. I am kind of more intrigued this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we don't really... I put it the, the questions like too too late, so we don't really get any questions except from Shanley. <laughs> was, can someone explain <laughs> to me what a hedge fund is? <laughs> I mean, I barely know what it is. <laughs> but hopefully you kind of have a grasp of what was going on. Okay. Yeah, let's send us in some questions for next week. Oh, and just also check the bio. We're still listening to this. Check the bio for um, yeah. Jigsaw.ie. Also, there's a there's another website called Ohana.ie, and I'll put a link in the in the bio for that. You can do this like twenty minute course about mental health. It's really really good. I did it. I learned a lot. I highly recommend. You get a cute little certificate at the end too. Um. <clears throat> okay, guys, this is wonderful. Lads, it's been a pleasure. It's been a long boy. Yeah. It has been. I can cut it down now. Because we only we only started at like off. twenty past. So it's just about two hours now. Honestly. Alright. Um, thank you for listening. Boom. Right. Thank you very much. Bye.